What's up, listener? Thanks for pressing play. This week on the Jock and Nerd podcast, listener and fan club member Chaz Hebbard joins us for a DC-centric show as we discuss news about the next season of Gotham, Pennyworth, Season 7 of Arrow, the Arrowverse crossover, Watchmen on HBO, and more. Plus, we try to find the silver lining and say nice things about the recent batch of DC movies as we present to you our fanboy's guide to the DC Extended Universe. Geek Boner! All that and more in this edition of the Jock and Nerd Weekly for Thursday, August 23rd, Listener, thanks for joining us. Welcome to the Jock and Nerd Podcast, giving you your weekly dose of comic book and superhero TV and movie news, reviews, and whatever we choose. Jock and Nerd. My name is Imran. My name's Anthony. He's the Jock. He's the Nerd. And he's the Rug Boy over there. What's up, Rugs? How's it hanging? It's really hanging in a weird direction today. It's almost inside. Oh, I no. Think. oh no. Do yeah. you have a prolapsed cotton situation? Is that what's going on? Yeah, it's the posture from getting on this mic, Imran. Oh, listen, stay up to the mic. Always leaning forward. If cotton starts, just shove it back in. Just shove the cotton back in. It'll be fine temporarily. I'm doing the best I can. I got tape. I got scotch tape. I got uh, some stitches. I got everything going. All right, good luck with all that. Also joining us, very special guest on the show. I love when this happens. We have a listener turned Patreon supporter turned contributor and content creator oh, shit. uh welcome chaz hebbard what's up chaz how you doing i'm doing pretty good compared to rug boy's situation right, right? now i think he put you know once you meet rug boy it puts your life uh in in perspective it does it does yeah, it makes right? you feel a lot better I, actually every time i come on the show <laughs> you feel a does lot rug better. Boy feel better oh, but then Jesus. i talk to him run i'm like oh my god <laughs> Life can't be much worse. Well, it could than that. be a lot worse, Anthony. Oh so my god! I'm glad we can. I'm glad we can give everyone some perspective on their life. Chaz, for if you're not a Patreon supporter, uh, you uh, would not know Chaz. But if you are a supporter, you guys already know Chaz from Jock Talk. Anthony and Chaz uh, doing some sports bits. Anthony and Chaz came up with this idea. Chaz, you also came up with the idea for today's show. But Anthony. Tell uh, the listener how he got Chaz promoted to the main show. We're putting yeah. him up to the big show here. Yeah, so Chaz was like me, a uh, an athlete in, in high school, and uh, likes sports like me, and decided to message me and go, hey, we should do some sports stuff. I'll, I'll, I'll do it with you I on Patreon. That. I love it. And I was like, shit, all right, I'll do some work. So Chaz and me record Jock Talk episodes, which are basically us embracing the jock portion of the jock and nerd podcast not on the main podcast because we don't do it here no so we're doing it on patreon <laughs> and we do peri- periodic episodes here and there whenever there's things that are worth talking about that interest both of us so in fact i think imran has a clip from one of the uh first episodes of jock talk and this will give you like a sneak peek into what um jock talk is like this is a this was a great moment i i had to pull it yeah. hey shut the fuck up i'm doing something 
Man, I was, I, it was riveting. I was on the edge of my seat. So look, That's the kind of content you can expect <laughs> to hear on Jock Talk. Jock and Nerd. That's what you're that was get. Chaz right there. Sign up, jockandnerd.com slash Patreon. Chaz, man, first of all, thank you so much for listening, for supporting, for wanting to make content. What's this experience been like so far? Podcasting with Anthony. Like, I feel like we're grooming a podcaster here. Yeah, it's been pretty awesome. Um, I've listened to the show for a long time and didn't get involved until recently because I was kind of scared of the internet in some ways, I guess. <laughs> it's a scary place. Yeah. The internet um, can't fuck you. We've seen that already. Right, yeah. exactly. Yeah. That's why I am not on Twitter. Yeah, good. Good move. <laughs> it's been a lot of fun. It's nice to, to talk to somebody else about sports, and then some people listen and maybe care care what we think about it. <laughs> yeah, the, the tens of listeners that we do have on Patreon seem to care. So we've uh, decided that uh, Chaz here deserves a, a, a step up to the I don't even know if I'd want to call this the big leagues because is Imran and leagues? fucking Rugboy are at bat <laughs> all the time, and that's not AAA, that's not big league baseball at all. Triple A podcasting. <laughs> that's, here. Like, that's like that's like worse than like T ball. We're less independent than independent podcasts. I don't know what we are, but we're promoting you to the big show. Chaz, uh, jock first or nerd first? Oh, so interesting. Same time, pretty much. Oh, really, get out of here. I like that. Yeah. So one of the reasons I, I like DC characters so much is when I was growing up. The things that were on TV were Justice League, yep. Justice League Unlimited, yep. Teen Titans. So that's like that's the shit. Not just me, like all my friends watched at that time. But then we were also playing sports all the time because I'm from a little podunk town and there's nothing else to do. So I guess kind of simultaneously. Right on. Did that get you reading the comic books also? So I, I had a few um, hand-me-downs from my dad mostly. There wasn't a comic book store anywhere near us. Oh, wow. Okay. So it was really hard to like wow. get an actual comic book. Cool. Well, look, so listeners have seen he the title. kind of hinted at what the, uh, the episode, yeah. Yeah, the, the listeners have seen the title of this episode, and Chaz told me he's a DC guy, and uh, he kind of had a great idea way back in April of 2016. If you go back and listen to the Jock and Nerd episode 96, we did uh, the Hater's Guide to the MCU because we were trying to be all... Uh, funny and different and unique. And we're like, hey, let's flip this on its head. Everybody loves the MCU, but you can hate it just to prove a point. That was a fun show. We are going to do the reverse of that for the DC Extended Universe or Worlds of DC or whatever the fuck they're calling it this week. Uh, this one, though, may be a Ooh. little bit more challenging than uh, the Hater's Guide to the MCU. I'm going to be honest with you, listener. Uh, if you are a new listener, make sure you check out our website and the show notes for this episode, jockandair.com slash 236. To, uh, we'll have links to everything we talk about and how to subscribe so you don't miss the show. So we're going to be fanboys for this? Look, I want to take this word fanboy back also. I, this is not a bad word. It's in the most benign sense of the word. We are taking back the word fanboy because the lover's guide to the DC sounded weird. So I was like, what's the opposite of hater? A fanboy. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right on. So I get to be like Kevin Howland and just be super irrational about DC and actually like say the things that really don't make any sense and are absolutely look, untrue. you can know. We're going to be sincere oh, and, and okay. kind of... We, you have to come at it from somewhat of a truthful standpoint. Yes. yes. We can't, can't just... bullshit. Exactly. We don't, I don't like that. I don't like no, being I'm not, not going to bullshit. So this is going to be very interesting. And in the news, we had a lot of DC news because... Uh, and I have a lot of DC TV news. Uh, let's get to that right now. The Jock, Jock and Nerd Podcast. For the main segment, we're going to focus on the movies, but the, man, DC TV is, uh, has a huge history uh, going back decades, and that would be its own show 
uh, if we were to include that. But let's start out by talking about, so we're going to love on DC later. I have a feeling we're not going to love on them in this new segment because we're going to talk about Gotham. I want to talk about Gotham. Chaz, are you watching any of the DC TV shows uh, currently? Um, I don't really keep up. No, whenever they come on Netflix, I'll, I'll binge most of the season. I used to watch Arrow and Flash religiously, though. Yep, me too, and I've kind yep. of uh, fallen off that. Uh, so Gotham is the kind of my guilty pleasure. Uh, everyone knows this is the show of b- baby Bruce Wayne with all of Batman's villains and lore shoved into, into a time in his life when he's a kid. None of it makes sense. Uh, season four ratings were not the best. Surprisingly, they got picked up for season five. It's going to be a mid-season show. Only 10 episodes. Uh, so it's a short season, and apparently they are throwing everything into this season. Uh, allegedly, we will see the f- final journey of him becoming Batman, I guess, is, is what they're telling us. Now, set photos and rumors about all the villains they're shoving in there. Uh, there's photos of somebody that looks like the mutant gang from the Dark Knight Returns. That's sacrilege. Dark Knight uh, Returns, Frank Miller's comic. I can't do this, Imran. Why are they putting... Well, we don't have to talk nice things about it now. I'm saying oh, okay. this is the news this part. This is the yeah. news oh, okay. part. We haven't officially yeah. got to the, the fanboy, fanboy's guide. Rug boy's tapping out yeah, already. We're just He's discussing done. the fact that they want to throw in the mutant gang and possibly Bane in this last season of this uh, crazy Elseworlds show. That doesn't make any sense. Thoughts, anybody? Rugs, why is it sacrilege? <laughs> do I even have to explain this? Maybe. When... Dude, the dude doesn't even have pubes, okay? Yes. He can't be he can't be old man Batman. Right. The, the whole point thing. of the mutant gang was this was that the future. The whole point of the mutant gang yeah. is that old man Batman, you know, like fifty something year old Batman with his fucking calcium deposits yeah. and his fucking bad back yep. and his fucked up knees yep. has to go out and fucking fight this guy in the prime of his life. Right. Why now okay. Yeah. You could say, okay, how about a kid Batman out of being outclassed by this guy? It's the same thing, but everybody's bigger than him. Yes. Er- There's nothing yes. new here. Yeah. yeah, this is crazy. They're just throwing everything at the wall. I uh, mean, at this point, though, they've thrown all of the, his rogues gallery in his childhood. Yeah. So it's like, eh. They're like, what do we got left? We got 10 well, episodes. How, how else are we going to get? Like, it, they're, they're already past the point of no return. Way yeah, I mean, it. that is a good point. But I mean, like, it just doesn't make no, no, it doesn't make it makes no goddamn sense. Goddamn sense, like the whole rest of the show. Yes, doesn't make a lick the of mu- sense. The mutants is is particularly funny though. For See, me. I can't do this, Imran. We I haven't can't. gotten to the fanboys' guide yet. Don't worry. All right, all you'll right, find yeah. something nice to say about uh, the DC <laughs> universe. Uh, look, I'm gonna keep watching. I watched all these fucking of episodes. Course. I wa- I'm not gonna give up on the last ten episodes. Uh, but it is a it's a batshit crazy show. And uh, the mutant gang, that's fucking amazing. Yeah, I don't. Uh, makes no sense. Are they gonna have the guy? Oh, they looks like they do. They have the <laughs> they picture have, of the guy. There's a picture of the guy. He's wearing. Is he gonna be talking like that? Yeah, where? Well, uh, yeah, the weird fucked Batman up. Batman don't shiv. Yeah, yeah, Batman don't shiv balls, man. No, he's got the fucking visor. I see it. Yeah, I see it. Yeah. What? What is going on, Chaz? Does this make you want to watch the show at all? <laughs> so yeah, I used I watch Gotham. Oh yeah. Um, uh, I don't. I think I'm behind, but. I as long as I can keep in my head that it's not Batman, that, it's yeah, like yeah. Earth sixty nine yeah, Batman. Yeah. Then then I nice can deal number. with it. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> that's you the see what sexy, I did there? That's the I sexiest that. alternate Earth there is. Uh, no, that's when I watched the that's show. Why, oh, that explains why uh, Batman had the bondage. Batman, yes, costume. why he had yeah. the gimp. That's yeah. when you watch the show. You just have to repeat this mantra: "This isn't Batman. This isn't Batman. This isn't yeah. Batman. This isn't just over and over head in your head, over and over. You'll be fine." 
and you can kind of enjoy the show. But I, I enjoy how Gotham looks, and I love all of the villains in that show are played very, very well. I mean, yeah, the guy, the actors are doing a great job. The performances are great. I do kind of love the Penguin and the Riddler, and uh, Cameron Moynihan fucking kills it as, as yeah. Jerome and Jeremiah. Those three fucking rockets. Yeah. They're awesome. Not bad. And then the kid that plays Bruce Wayne is terrible. Yeah. yeah. But <laughs> Alfred's okay. I like Alfred, too. He, uh, but Alfred, uh, he's not a very good butler, if you really pay attention. No, no, he's <laughs> he, not. <laughs> he lets Bruce get into all sorts of stupid shit. Like, what are you doing, Alfred? Again with this? Uh, yeah, I just, I don't. It's just a fun guilty pleasure at this point. Uh, listener, do you watch Gotham? If you want to let us know, get in touch with the show. Visit our contact page on the website, jockandnerd.com slash contact. Uh, and you can find a link for our awesome Facebook group where Chaz hangs out and all of our listeners hang out and the conversation continues. It's called the Jock and Nerd Nation. Rugboy is there. Oh, yeah. He's he's in the group right now. Uh, so sign up. Moving on to another uh, Batman uh, adjacent universe show that really doesn't need to happen. I uh, remember we talked about the show called Pennyworth, <laughs> that epics. You guys heard of Epics? It's a yeah. It's yeah. like a, it's it's Alfred's story. It's a prequel to like the Gotham Alfred uh, made by the same people, and there's some more details about this different take on Alfred. But first of all, does anybody want an Alfred prequel story? Is, no. Is this is this, <laughs> is this even uh, was was anybody asking for this? Uh, I don't know. Look, I mean, so this is the Alfred from Gotham. I, I be, well, it's the same showrunners. So okay, so yeah, I'd assume. I assume they'll cast like an, a young ass Alfred. They're looking for someone in his mid twenties. Oh my god! Uh, to have Alfred and uh, Alfred's trying to reconcile the kind-hearted boy he once was with the ruthless killer he was forced to become. Oh my god! And he's gonna uh, Thomas Wayne will be in the movie. And so they have a relationship and he's trying and uh, there's a love. I, 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 I don't know. I don't know. I feel like they've already used wow. up all the villains, though. It's ridiculous. Like, <laughs> they could never do this. First of all, if they were going to do this the right way, they would make it about young Alfred yeah. in, uh, you know, in Gotham at its worst. Yeah. Before Batman shows up and before the Waynes were able to make their contribution and him trying to kind of get into the Wayne family. And you get, actually find out what. The Wayne family, Thomas Wayne and, and his wife right. and all that stuff and how they were trying to clean up Gotham on their own. But it wouldn't be a superhero show. No, no. It'd be like a crime or is like Gordon a drama. Is still in this show? Yes, he is. Hmm. Ben McKenzie, still on the show. He's still the lead? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's an ensemble, but uh, yeah, James Gordon is uh, the main dude. Hmm. Uh, still married to Marina Baccarin also. She's still on the show also. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I just uh, I, also, but uh, Chaz, have you seen Metropolis? I thought Metropolis was a dumb idea, but it's actually not a bad show. No, I haven't seen that yet. It's it's a, they actually kind of pull it off, and uh, and there's like some nice world building of uh, Krypton, you know, 500 years ago, and it actually kind of works. Rugs, do you agree with the Metropolis kind of work? Like, could this work in that way? Metropolis? Yeah. I mean, uh, not Metropolis. Fucking Krypton. Uh, Krypton. Yeah, yes. I was like Metropolis. Um, but they're doing yeah, a Metropolis I, show also. But they, but they fucked it up by putting in people from the the modern superhero world into it. Well, they like, were, they should have let it be its own thing. Uh, time travel. Yes. That that was like a misstep. They shouldn't have done that. That was that. That's a big fuck up right there. Yeah. I see. It immediately pulled me out of the show, and I was like, <laughs> I'm not gonna watch this. I was like, I don't want to know how it relates to. Superman being there, unless they wrote it in a way 
where it made sense. Like Superman went back in time and, and wanted to see what you know Krypton was like, and he was secretly there, and he had no powers. You know, that's what I said like a couple of episodes ago. But uh, yeah, I don't. I think Krypton was could have been a good idea. It's not like you can't. You can do anything yeah, if you do it yeah, right. Yeah, that's true. I, like, but the thing is that these people are so like small minded and. The, the viewers are also so small minded that they can't watch a show just a, and have it be related without fucking shoehorning shit that doesn't belong there in there. Do you think at this point, anything that's barely Batman related is enough? Like, is that what they're banking on? They're like, oh, I've heard of him. He's from Batman. I'm going to watch Definitely. this show. Definitely. Yeah, it, it's I mean, it could be a great thing. It could be a great character. It could be a great story. But I know what they're going to do. They're not going to do that. They're going to do some other bullshit and put Batman villains in there that don't belong there. Like the long lost great grandfather of the Joker. <laughs> the, yeah. Yeah. He's going to be the jester <laughs> or the jerker. I don't know whatever the fuck he is, but like, they're going to do this stuff and it's going to just be cringy. Like a Pennyworth and Thomas Wayne, like teaming up together. And they're like, the, and they're the, fighting. Yeah, the, they're fighting uh, crime. Yeah. Some shit like that. Ugh, I don't know. <laughs> Ra's al Ghul. Bruce already fought Ra's al Ghul when he was like eight in Gotham. Oh my God. Uh, none of it matters. Uh, Chaz, you said you're still watching Arrow. Did you watch last season's Arrow, season six? No, I, I'm pretty behind on that, too. There was some point where Arrow was kind of the least interesting character yeah, in I'll, Arrow, I'll, and I'll, I was yeah. like, I'm, I'm done with this. I'll agree. I watched half of season six, and I really have no desire to go finish. And, yeah, it became about the team, and it just, I don't know what they were doing. So apparently at the end of that, I'm just going to spoil whatever at the end of that, he gives up that he's the green arrow and goes to jail. So season seven news is coming out that uh, their CW is going to be pushing the censorship limits on the CW because it's kind of like the Supermax, the green arrow, Supermax story. He's in jail next to his most feared villains, people he put in there. They're saying people that we haven't seen on the show in a while. One of the quotes is like, imagine putting Batman in prison and a Joker is next to him. What would happen? Uh, this almost gets me kind of excited for season seven of Arrow, and I may just jump back in on this season to see this, uh, how they're pushing the censorship limits. I might check out an episode or two, but because this was like the idea for Green Arrow, his movie. Yep, yep. Was Supermax. Supermax prison. Yeah. So um, I don't know if that made any sense either, but the, glad they didn't do that. It makes more sense in the series to friend to do that. But My thoughts, I guess, on Arrow are, I'm pro- like I'll probably watch it all when they when they finish. Yeah, but they should be done already. Yeah. They're not. They didn't tell a story. They didn't plan a story with a start, a middle, and an end. They, and they're trying to stretch it out because people are still watching. So I I feel like they should have wrapped this up already by now. I feel like they have. Yeah, Breaking Bad like went yes. out when it was the most popular. Yep. 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 You, and. I think that there's something artistic to that. that Seinfeld okay, did the same thing. You there's know. some kind of like integrity to going, okay, we actually want to tell a story and finish the story, and that's all I have to tell, because if I keep stretching it out and watering it down, it's going to suck balls, and it's not going to be a piece of art anymore. I like feel The like, Walking Dead? If, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yes. That's, yeah. I was going to say, just like The Walking Dead. Oh, <laughs> exactly. wait, they're, they're still going. Yeah, they're eight seasons, and maybe a little bit too much. But I do. That should have been five seasons max. I feel like Arrow had a plan for like a, a first four seasons, and they ran out of their plan, and they just like started making shit up is the problem. Well, it's also like this, the show that created the Arrow Arrowverse, which has been wildly right. successful and now, for them. Yeah, so. and you use it, they're using it as a, a, a backdoor thing to introduce right. other characters. Uh, speaking of which, this December they're going to do 
their huge crossover, right? Feature where there's uh, Flash, Legends of Tomorrow, Arrow, Supergirl. Uh, we already talked about how Batwoman is going to, that, that's what's going to introduce Ruby Rose's Batwoman. And now they've announced that Tyler Hoechlin's Superman from Supergirl will be there and Lois Lane will be introduced in the CW. And they're promising some epic Superman, Flash, Arrow fucking action scenes. Cool. Uh, that sounds like fun. I feel like their crossover got better from the first. The second one was better than the first one. Hear, their crossovers are always, I, read, I mean, I've seen a few of them, but they're always usually okay, if, if not pretty good. I mean, I think they're getting better as they do them, but uh, the, I mean, the, I think to see Superman and Flash and Green Arrow on the screen, on the small screen, doing some cool shit. Chaz, does that get you excited as a DC fan? I, I was excited to see Batwoman coming in. Um, it's hard for me to watch the crossovers uh, because I I only have internet services, so they come on oh. like Netflix at different times. Oh, you're a cord cutter, are oh. you? Good for yeah. you. Fuck yeah, that cord. so it's a little hard to watch the crossover like right away. How do you away. watch sports? Well, I I go to bars and stuff. Oh, he's yeah. of age. Damn. So all your TV watching is strictly on demand. What's available wow. in streaming? Well, that's the thing that I always think about when you cord cut is that sports is like the one thing that keeps you from cutting the cord. Right. Yep. Right. Yeah. Well, I think I technically do have cable, but I don't know if it's still on because I haven't <laughs> checked in a long time. But <laughs> I think it's bundled into my Internet technically. Oh, so you're a streaming guy. What do you think of this DC Universe streaming service? Are you uh, excited? Fuck Batman. Uh, yeah. Are you going to purchase this? Have you already pre-ordered this? Are you excited at all for this? Oh, yeah. I pre-ordered it. Oh, uh, you did? Really? Yeah, I did. Uh, oh, my they God. Got, they got a bunch of people. Uh, he's a real fan. Oh, my Titans God. Titans looks awful, man. They got, they got oh, you take that back. Oh, it looks terrible. You take it back. <laughs> I watched not- anything with Titans on it because of how much I loved that that That's original animated yeah. show. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I don't think you're going to get that. On. I think you're getting blood and guts and Robin crushing people's necks. Uh, no, I'm watching. Probably not. I, I, I mean, we don't know. He's going to be a little bit bitter. <laughs> what do you mean we don't know? We saw the trailer. Saw he the steps on someone's, some dude's neck. I like that. It's the sound effect. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a side of fucking dove or like slicing people. Yeah, it's awesome. It's a side, side of Dick Grayson I never thought I'd see. <laughs> Fuck Batman. So Chaz will be enjoying the Titans show, uh, a Swamp Thing TV show, a Doom Patrol TV show that's going to spin out of the Titans, and Doom Patrol just added Brendan Fraser. The mummy himself as the voice of uh, Robot Man, otherwise known as so Doom Cliff Patrol is animated. No, Doom Patrol no. is live action. He's doing the voice of so that this character. Is going to be CG. It's going to be probably some mocap, and apparently there's some flashbacks it sh- it where it'll be, be him um, before he's Robot Man. It should be practical, and they should just like roll out a box painted silver, <laughs> just cardboard with like yeah. marker drawing, and, yeah, like, and then just have him talk and have like a red light on top, little styrofoam ears. Yeah. Uh, Chaz, are you familiar with the Doom Patrol? Very like very very little. I know almost nothing about Doom Patrol. Rugs, you got who can fill us in on the Doom Patrol? They're weird. Uh, I don't know too much. Well, you know they have Elastigirl. They got Robot Man. They got Flex Mentallo on there. Uh, it was like a uh, Misfits, like the like like Misfit superhero, like kind of like X Meny. It's like, very wacky. Yeah, it's it's their X Men. There's a guy in a wheelchair like, that leads them. They're not them. like the Justice League like caliber of. They're like kind of like the. I guess like the uh, offshoots or like the 
the C level or D level. And they're like more flawed, a little bit more flawed and real. Yeah, kind they, of. They, they they have fun with uh, their fuck ups and their uh, their personality and idiosyncrasies and shit like that. I've heard uh, Doom Patrol is really good. I'm not really familiar. So I, well, I think Grant Morrison yeah, wrote yeah, wrote yeah, it. Yeah, there you go. And you know that guy doesn't fuck around. He always fucking goes for some deep shit. And he probably added a lot of dimension to them. I did not read them. Yeah, I just know them from the periphery of like of being a comic book collector. So, uh, but I know like uh, there was a really great run of Flex Mentallo that was like uh, maybe like 20, 15 years ago. <laughs> but like people still talk about it how, how it was fucking awesome. Yeah, they're so, they're wacky, and just the fact that there's gonna be like a Doom Patrol TV show is it's a little crazy. Yeah. Uh, and Frazier's great. He's always really good and everything. I like, I like He's him. He's just going to be a voice. He's just so. going to, but well, I guys I, look at his stupid face. No, I heard there may be flashbacks of Cliff Steele before he becomes robot man. Okay. So you'll That's have, fine. you'll have a little flashbacky Brendan Frazier. So I don't have to look at his face all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Brendan Frazier face. Uh, next bit of news <laughs> is about, uh, a DC show coming to HBO and it's official. Damon Lindelof's uh, uh, adaptation of Watchmen is coming to HBO in, in 2019. Uh, this is crazy. I, I knew they were working on this. We kind of heard news about it, but then they officially, they made a pilot and they officially ordered it. And there's a teaser poster. I mean, is there even a reason for this? Well, we have the movie. Yes. Yeah, so here's the thing. Here's the log line. First of all, the show is set in an alternate history where superheroes are treated as outlaws. Watchmen embraces the nostalgia of the original groundbreaking graphic novel while attempting to break new ground of its own. It's not going to be an adaptation. It sounds like they're playing in the world of the Watchmen in present day. Lindelof said the issues will be remixed. Uh, he talks about it like music. He says, because the baselines in those familiar tracks are just too good. And we'd be fools not to let, not to sample them. Who guess who, you know, this, who, this, who's starring in this show, Regina King, Jeremy Irons, Don Johnson, Tim Blake, Nelson, Louis Gossett, Jr. Yaya Abdul Mateen, the second, uh, and then a bunch of other people. Uh, I don't really know, <laughs> but that alone, that's a crazy cast, uh, for the Watchmen. I think putting it on HBO immediately lands, Lends a lot of credibility. Well, here's the thing. Game of Thrones is ending. Yep. They need their next big show. Also, there'll be in 2019, there'll be a new season of Game of Thrones and Veep and some of their other shows. But could this be their next, uh, like Westworld, their next Game of Thrones? I mean, it depends on what it is. I mean, if it feels like a retread of the comic or if it feels like it's like uh, actually like... Uh, in bad taste of the comic right. or like yeah. actually disgracing the comic. Yep, I think yep. that people are going to pull away really fast. So uh, I, I, Damon Lindelof, I don't know. Jazz, are you a fan of the Watchmen? Um, not really. I, I actually never saw that movie. Oh, never saw the movie. Okay. I like most things that HBO does. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I probably will like this, but I don't really know what to expect since huh. they're not doing the comic. That's, They're not doing a translation of that. That's interesting. I would I would recommend reading the comic. It's it's why call it's it Watchmen. Well, I feel like they're going to deal with like the the daughters and the the kids of these characters and yeah, the original. It, looks, it sounds like they're living in that universe. It should be called like Who Watches the Watchmen? So, yeah, or something, something like, like that. that. But then, oh, that's, yeah, you're, that's a good point. But they have they'll reference the original heroes, like the old school forties that are in the Watchmen. Uh, but okay, Damon Lindelof. Damon, here's the thing, Damon yes. Lindelof uh, was, for me. Yes, I know you're gonna is, say is an interesting name because he's obviously lost. Yes, but he's also like Cowboys and Aliens, Prometheus, Star Trek into Darkness. Um, 
some very like controversial stuff. Yeah. That, not controversial in that it was like racist or anything like that, but more just like people either really liked it or really didn't. Well, here's he, here's he, yeah. seem, he seems to drop the ball yeah. a lot. Well, yeah. I feel like you watch Lost, right? Great series, but this is Lindelof's go to. I feel like you just like set up things, put out weird questions, and kind of never, never answer, answer them. them. Yes, that's Prometheus to it. Yes, team. that's Lindelof. That's the whole fucking season of Lost. You can't watch that he show thinks again. That that's interesting yes. and provocative to like introduce all of these ideas and then never nothing ever pays off yes th- like, it's you know, fucking you annoying have to actually you know it's it's weird you can't just sit there and ask all these questions and get everybody thinking and then just tell them to go fuck themselves exactly try here's wa- my yeah. thoughts yeah. real quick yeah watchman the name okay I, you have my interest because it's just watchman mm-hmm. dave bin lindelof Okay, now I'm like, what the fuck? Uh, I don't know anymore. HBO. Yeah. Oh, I'm going. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, HBO. So it's yeah. like, a, it's like kind of like this weird effect of like, there's a dip in the, in the I, middle. I'm liking some of this, and I'm not liking some. No, of but this. you're right. So he did leftovers for HBO. I watched the first season of that. It was all right. It was kind of slow. People seemed to like it. Uh, it really wasn't for me. Uh, but HBO doesn't make shit uh, for the most part. So uh, there's when HBO backs something, there. Yeah. They're putting. They, I mean, their their brand is big. I mean, they're gonna throw millions of dollars on this, and they're gonna want this to be like their next. They've big thing. had things that didn't catch on. Oh, though, absolutely, so. absolutely. But they, you, uh, they, yeah, they'll throw you, it out. You there. remember all the things that do catch on. Yeah, yeah. When it's when it hits, when, when it, it hits, hits, they hit hard. Oh shit, it hits. So especially for us, since you know, yeah. Me and you caught up on Game of right? Thrones like six to eight years <laughs> yes. after it became popular. Just in time. It hits. Oh, Even in, like boy. later on. It'll, it hits. It, and that will always hit. You watch that. Uh, it's like chlamydia. Yeah. It's going to hit. <laughs> It'll always come back. Yeah. You Yikes. never leave it. Never quite leaves you. It's just like chlamydia. Just like chlamydia. HBO. Just like chlamydia. HBO. Just like Moving chlamydia. On. Uh, last bit of news. This is the only non DC thing, but I thought this is. Really interesting. I am super pumped for Tarantino's next movie, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, set around, I'm going to get this right this time, the Charles Manson, not Marilyn, Charles Manson murders of Sharon Tate. Uh, And the cast, first of all, is nuts. But I didn't know that the character of Bruce Lee was also involved in this movie. He has just cast uh, Mike Moe, officially joined the film, to play Bruce Lee oh, in this fucking movie. Do you think there's going to be a fight sequence? Well, yes. Here's the thing. Really? Yes. Well, there's going to be a training sequence. The oh. reason Lee is involved in this story is that he was close friends with celebrity hairstylist Jay Sebring, who was one of the victims brutally killed by the Manson family in Tate's home. Uh, Sebring helped Bruce Lee land the role of Cato on the Green Hornet. And so Bruce Lee also, Sebring also hooked up Lee with Steve McQueen. Bruce Lee trained Steve McQueen, and they have somebody playing Steve McQueen in this movie. So there's going to be a Bruce Lee, Steve McQueen training montage. I have a quick question for you guys. Yes. Because, you know, Tarantino does his, uh, you know, he's had what is Inglorious Bastards, which had real life people in it yes but it was hyper you know it was it was a hyper reality yes some of that stuff never never, that didn't happen yeah so is he gonna use like bruce lee and like this these murders which were very you know very very popular is he gonna make like an accurate story or is he gonna make a hyper stylized story with bruce fucking lee's character in this tarantino is not a guy to get hung up on historical (laughs) ideas it's 
it's a really interesting idea, and you got to hand it to Tarantino for being so smart. It's like and he's going to go. Yeah. He's going to pick a time where there was a lot of cool celebrities around. Yep. You know, this yep. Bruce Lee's around at this yep. time. Steve you McQueen. Got the, you, you got the Beach Boys. Yep. yep. You got Brian all Wilson. these different. Yep. Yeah. You got all of these different famous people who probably hung out and partied because there was a big party scene, uh, especially with the Beach Boys. Yep. They were having all kinds of shenanigans going on. So um, it's an interesting thing. Like, I can make a movie and have all of these legendary people in the movie. Yeah, the, Man- the Manson family, they uh, they took over. Yeah, they took and over Brian, Brian Wilson's house. Yeah. Uh, so she, I, let me read the, the I don't know if you well, read, I the cast. read the cast. Yeah, yeah, holy shit. This is an amazing so, cast. Mike Maul. Yeah. Who's Bruce Lee. He was on the Inhumans. Yeah. yeah. He's joining Brad Pitt. Yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio. Jeez, the, the girls from 90s must be just one like. <laughs> So wet right now. Yeah. Uh, Margot Robbie, yeah. Dakota Fanning, Emil Hirsch, Burt Reynolds, Al Pacino. So the people from like the sixties and seventies, yeah. if they still can produce liquid, are, I got are green now wetting shit themselves. Coming out of my hands. Kurt Russell, Timothy Oliphant, James Marsden, Luke Perry, Tim Roth. That's and, a crazy and, cast. And, 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 oh, oh my god! And there's probably more crazy fucking cameos. Wow! I cannot wait. Chaz, you a Tarantino fan? Uh, are you excited for this movie? Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm gonna watch the shit out of it. Uh, Django Unchained is probably one of my favorite movies of all time. I love that movie. Uh, well, I'm, I mean, if this is his last film, he's this, going out with this a is bang. Uh, this is ninth, so there may be one more. This might be the second to last. Oh, okay. Said he was going to make ten. I mean, for me, you don't get better than fucking Pulp Fiction, Reservoir Dogs. That was uh, that was the shit back in the day for me when that came out. Yeah, well, that's an interesting too. topic of the, the yeah. Manson murders. Yeah. yeah. I, and I didn't know how that's, but the biggest question is how is he going to deal with the history and uh, what's well, he going to fucking read, twist? If you read up on the history, those murders were fucking horrifying. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, he doesn't man. need to change history that much to make a cinematic. Right, right. right. You could just <laughs> film it straight. Maybe he kills uh, those, Charles at the end. Those like he films, killed I mean, those murders are like, like absolute worst nightmare if like you're living at home. Like you read up on those murders, you're like, oh my God, like home these invasion. random people just yeah, came in yeah, and yeah. killed us. Yeah, yeah, they were fucking crazy, and, and then yeah. painted on the wall with their blood. You're right, uh, and I think he, Helter Skelter, baby, it was Helter yeah. Skelter. He finally uh, didn't he finally die uh, a few years ago. He got married in jail. Yeah, he got so, yeah. He had a pen pal in jail and got married. Some he woman gone. wanted to marry him at the end of his life, and then uh, he died. Wow, yeah, he died. Uh, he he have died like almost like November 2017. So. Oh, it was. Oh, it was just a year ago. Eight months ago. Yeah. Nine months. Ago. Oh, fuck, man. I can't wait for this. I kind of want to see that new Spike Lee movie too, Black Klansman. Uh, it's been getting pretty good reviews. Another really interesting concept from uh, Spike Lee, but I like it when Dave Chappelle did it. <laughs> oh yeah, when he did it was the, uh, the best, black one of the best fucking the white right. black the, the white, black white supremacist. The black white supremacist. That's right. He didn't know he was so black. great. He already did. Yeah, it's like, what are you doing, Spike? Come on, think of something. <laughs> yeah, in. this is not original, but this apparently no, it's based on it's a real based story. On a true story. Yeah, I know. I know. The guy did it. That uh, shit looks cool. All right, look, we're gonna take a quick break. I'll play some promos, and we're gonna come back and actually try to say something nice about DC movies. Will we be successful? Uh, find out after this. After these messages, we'll be right back. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. 
We'll get you back to your podcasty goodness now in a minute. First, we'd like to take a second to tell you about our marginally better podcast, the 365 Flex Podcast. I am the Scottish Whedon Whore, Chris. And I am the Pissy X Video Stalker, Kev. And we bring you the latest movie and TV news, reviews and rants. All that and a bunch of top fives that you really will not care about. Subscribe to us on iTunes, Libsyn and all other third-party podcasting apps. And on top of all that, you'll get free access to our indie talk. You'll hear us speaking with directors, producers, actors, comic book creators and artists about their experiences. Don't forget to drop us five stars and follow us on the Facebooks and the Twitters. Told them not to go in the water. Hey everybody, this is Victoria, your dog guru, and I want to answer all of your canine conundrums. From your puppy questions to your daring dog disasters. I am here to help you restore peace in your home. In every single episode of Ask Your Dog Guru, we will answer questions from listeners, we'll offer training tips and tricks, and we'll give you advice on all things dog. Not to mention, we have some pretty cool guests. Ask Your Dog Guru can be found on all your favorite podcast apps, iTunes, and of course on Blazing Caribou Studios. So go fetch Fido, grab a warm seat on the couch, and listen to Ask Your Dog Guru. Namaste. Listen, thanks for listening. If you've been enjoying the show and you want more show, uh, you got to sign up to the fan club. Visit jogginair.com slash Patreon where you can support the show on a monthly basis and get an exclusive RSS feed, a whole other podcast full of lovely bonus content, post shows, instant reactions to movies. Uh, like we mentioned earlier, we got, what, five episodes of Jock Talk, fellas? Yeah. Jack if you like Cat. Chaz Hebbard. Yeah. You I don't know why you would. <laughs> you, you probably won't, but if you do, you should be giving us a, a, like a dollar a month and you can that's listen it. to them. If you're looking for the Jock part of the Jock and Nerd podcast, that's where you're going to find it. Yeah. And just posted uh, yesterday, Anthony, uh, you sent me your review of Mission Impossible Fallout. Oh, you yeah. saw it? I went and I saw it. And wow. if you want to know what I think about it, give us money. <laughs> <laughs> Look, let's tease him by saying, is that not a fucking satisfying action movie? I, I, here's the only thing I'll say. I watched that movie and I went to myself, I got to rewatch. I got to watch the Mission Impossible films. Look at what I've been. I don't know what the yeah! fuck I've been missing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a fucking sick movie. In Rugboy, we trust. In, trust. That's right. Rugboy was right. He's been trying to turn us on. To the MI movies for years. That's all I got. To, I don't want to. I want. I want you to listen on the Patreon. Jazzlington, you seen Fallout yet? Oh, I have. I loved it. Right, it's fucking amazing, dude. Uh, Cruz is a maniac and uh, highly recommended. Sign up, uh, and you'll get all that stuff. Okay, jogginner.com slash Patreon. Let's get to the fanboys guide to the DC Extended Universe. <laughs> so, like I said earlier, this is a companion piece to. Jock and Nerd episode 96, The Hater's Guide to the MCU. It's us. Hate, hate, hate. Yeah, we're doing, we're going to be opposite. We're going to attempt to say nice things about the DC Extended You should play like, 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 like a saxophone with like sexy time music. <laughs> <the background>. <laughs> <laughs> hey, DC, you. How's it yeah. going? You know, yeah. we've been harsh on you. But, well, but before we uh, begin, I want to know from Chaz, Chazareza Ding Dong there. Chazers, uh, what is it about DC characters that that you like that you connect with? I mean, that's just what I grew up with. Mm-hmm. So, like, I like Spider Man too because I I did see the Amazing Spider Man and the Spectacular Spider Man cartoons that were on. 
but I think when I was growing up, we had Batman the Animated Series, yeah. Superman the Animated Series was, on yeah. Boomerang. Yeah. So those were in syndication. And then we had Justice League, Justice League Unlimited, Teen Titans. There was a show about crypto, the Superdog oh, yeah. for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's just what was on TV with yeah, all those DC okay. characters. Yeah, so that was, uh, no, yeah, you had no other choice. So that was your introduction. That's great. Uh, and that's kind of like why I'm a huge Spider-Man fan because I just remember – Spider-Man, since I was little, like I had a Spider-Man garbage can, a Spider-Man toothbrush holder. Like even before I could read, my parents were buying me Spider-Man things for some reason. And uh, it f- continued through <laughs> 42 years later. I'm a big fucking 12-year-old with a giant Spider-Man behind me. Uh, so uh, to put the parameters on what exactly consists of the DCEU or the worlds of DC or whatever they're calling it, I'm going to give you a little rundown of DC on the big screen because they have a long history uh, of making movies, uh, you know, longer than Marvel, uh, but in different eras. So 1951 is the very first uh, DC movie to come out, Superman and the Mole Man. Uh, and it's a it's theatrically released. Uh, okay, sorry, hold on. Theatrically released. Uh, so, sorry, I got distracted. Let me reset. It was the theatrically <laughs> released. You're not cutting that, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Fine, I'll leave that in. What it was was the pilot for the Adventures of Superman TV show that they released in the theater. Uh, and the, so then you get to really the Superman years, 1978 to 1987. Chris Reeve, Superman's one through four. Uh, and during this time, we also they put out a Swamp Thing movie and a really bad Supergirl movie. Then in 1989, Warner Communications merges with Time Inc., uh, making DC Comics a subsidiary of Time Warner, and Warner Brothers starts making all the DC movies. Batman 89 comes out, of course, which starts the Tim Burton, Joel Schumacher Batman years, 89 to 97. Then you move into the late 90s, there's no franchise, and they really don't know what they're doing, so they put out Steel. Uh, with that was Shaquille O'Neal, was that, right? That was like mid nineties. Yeah, yeah. Li- late, and then Catwoman, early nineties, and then Constantine with Oof. your Keanu, and it isn't until two thousand five, um, Chris Nolan releases Batman Begins. We get into some really good Batman years, two thousand five, two thousand twelve. Oh, but during this time, also they're putting out V for Vendetta, which I still have not seen. I heard it's very good. I need to watch that. It's long, but it's good. It's long. Superman Returns. Which uh, is a mixed mixed decision on that one. Watchmen, right? So now we got the first Zack Snyder DC movie in the Nolan years. And then they put out Jonah Hex and Green Lantern. And we all know how that turned out. Which brings us to the shared universe we are going to try to say nice things about. In this episode, the Snyder years, the DCEU, whatever you want to call Whatever the hell. Yeah, whatever you want to call this. 2013 to present which consists of the movies Man of Steel, Batman vs. Superman, Suicide Squad, Wonder Woman, and Justice League. Jeez, this is going to be really hard. So it is going to be challenging. And Chaz, but I can say nice things. Jazz, you're our guest. This was your idea. Why don't you uh, kick us off with what What do you, What do does DC do right in this? these five movies in this last shared universe? All right. Well, I just want to let all the listeners know that I suggested this before I really thought it through all the way. Probably, <laughs> I went back and and watched a few more of these, and it's a lot harder to find shit to like than I thought it was going to be. One thing that I do think they really crushed it on, though, is the casting. I don't think they really casted a character, a main character, and I was like, oh, that guy sucks in that role. Necessarily, some of the characters were written weird and had little problems like that. But I thought their casting for the most part was pretty great. 
And all of those movies look really good until the big third act CG nightmare that they got going on. Well, let's start but, with the casting. I will agree. Like, they got us this badass Wonder Woman. Gal Gadot is, is, is this bad. She's perfect as Wonder Woman. You couldn't. And, and I want to throw in they casted Gal Gadot, and there was a ton of. Ton, they got a ton of shit for it. When they yeah, first and they did it. and they didn't really buckle, and, it, and then and they, they went with off. it. Yeah. yeah. Um. Uh. Rugs, what do you think of the casting? Can you say the casting is something DC does right? For the most part, I mean, I don't like Ryan Reynolds as uh, Green Lantern. Like, we're not talking about that. We're talking about the five, last in, five movies in this era. Yes. You're talking yeah. about yes. these uh, the Nolan the era. Snyder, no, the Snyder era. Man of Steel. Yeah, we're getting real. We're getting. We're making this as difficult as possible. <laughs> Man of Steel through Justice League. That's what we're talking. I wouldn't say that it's, it's been terrible. I mean, I would have liked a Aquaman that looked like Aquaman. Right. Uh, nothing against Jason Momoa. Yeah. He's fine. But I mean, I would like to have. And I think he might transition into that in, in the Aquaman movie. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, for the most part, their casting's good. I mean, Affleck as Batman, it was a little questionable, but still worked out pretty well. Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman surprised everyone yep. I, I mean she was a little bit on the thin side and she did what she could to kind of fill that costume out and i think that people are now used to her being skinny and they're not questioning it yeah yeah so once they got over the hump i think they're they're clear it, uh could they one day do you think they could ever recast wonder woman to a, another person mm, that's a good like in the future question. when god doesn't want to do this yeah, anymore yeah that's a good and where are they what direction are they gonna go that'll be interesting yeah are they gonna go like xenia warrior princess like with a, a truly amazonian woman right a bigger woman bigger so, build um i mean i love look uh margot robbie's harley quinn is is pretty great i'll even say uh will smith did a really good job as deadshot and the, you know the diversity in the casting and suicide squad i thought was pretty great and what, uh, what they've done that's interesting is they've kind of followed the marvel model and just taken interesting actors and put them in roles where you're like oh i didn't think yeah i never saw okay. him as that yeah like yeah. Will, like they go in will smith deadshot yeah. going yep. lawrence fishburne as perry white yep. or yep. uh or even uh what's his face as uh lex luther yeah yeah what's his yep. fucking name uh, jesse, jesse eisenberg. eisenberg jesse eisenberg like these are all castings that you go huh I didn't think I would see someone. Jeremy like that. Irons as I Alfred. I still don't think Jesse Eisenberg is that's a good not maybe the best. Example. I don't think it's a good one. I'm <laughs> saying though, but they they make they make these choices where it's like you're like, okay, this is something to talk I mean, about. Look, if they would have if they would have made him the Lex Luthor that we know and love, like he is at the end of the suicide uh, of Justice right, League, right? Yeah, or yeah. in that in that post credit where he's got the shaved head and he does he's not making like weird uh allusions to the guy who the facebook guy what's his name zuckerberg yes yeah <laughs> you know where they're trying to make him into zuckerberg yeah. um maybe he would have panned out because he i mean he could pull it off like that he's a smart guy he, he played a nerdy guy before so um so that's there it's just that they they do weird stuff every once in a while but so if they the casting is is solid pretty For much it's part, just what yeah. they do with it that's that's weird you Hold know, on, I, I wanted to vend Eisenberg for a second. Oh, shit, here we go. So, I did not like him in Batman vs. Superman at all, but I don't think that was his fault. Mm. I don't think that he made that choice. He was directed in a way where he he was trying to parody Mac La Max Landis. Yep. Or, yeah. yeah, it was a Max Landis yeah. impersonation. But I think that he has the ability to play Lex Luthor very, very well. Shave the head, let him act smarter than everybody else in the room. But the whole twitchy, stuttery, 
he I don't know what that was about, and I wish they would not have done that. The decisions were weird, but he is a I really agree good with actor. With you completely, yeah. 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 I think, yeah. I think you guys are both in agreement. Yeah, yeah. I just don't. I don't think that. Yeah, I don't think that was on him. I I feel like that was a Snyder thing. And Snyder's not the best. I think directing. Here, people. I got something okay, for you. Another nice thing. Speaking of Zack Snyder, yes. As I've said so many positive things about him <laughs> throughout you? this entire yes. run of this podcast. Yeah. Um, some of the shit he pulls on screen does look like it's straight from the comics, and it looks it looks fantastic. Yeah, at times. some of the, the 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 if you freeze frame it, it's just iconic, and uh, the art direction is always top notch. Like it looks amazing. Yes, I will agree. I mean, I don't always agree with some of the choices, but I mean, the shot of I, the, the shot I always think of is when Batman is grappling Hook, grapple hooking away from Doomsday, uh, Doomsday yeah, and he's yeah. perched up on the side of the roof yeah. like he is in Dark Knight Returns. I'm yeah, like, yeah, you know, you, you nailed that shot from from the from the comic. Now, I don't always agree with the fa- of stealing this, you know, putting all the the source material in a, in a movie that hasn't built up to it, but <laughs> just to use it, but yeah, just to use it. But if you're trying to copy what the comics look like and make a superhero film come to life on screen, he's your guy. Yeah. My visually, my, yeah, I was going to get to that next. I think that all of those movies look great, mm-hmm. but I just, why I don't know if you should put him in charge of story at all or let have, yeah. let him have any say in story because they they try to add elements of the different comics and mash them all up and it gets a little weird. Well, it's not earned and I've always said Zack Snyder should just be the visual art director and do all the, you know, do that part and someone else should direct the actors. Like I I would love mm-hmm. to see someone use them use him like that. Uh it's just his he doesn't want to be used. No, like he doesn't. He's he a want, director. Yeah, he wants to do all of it. And he wants <laughs> to tell the story, come up with a story and tell the story his way. Uh but there, if you like when Batman's smashing through the window in BVS, like that's a fucking sick shot. The whole that fight scene is amazing. Like it's probably one of the sickest Batman fight scenes on screen. Uh, but you know, the fact that it just falls apart because there's no like story going through the movie. Yeah. Hey, stay positive. Sorry, outside of that, damn it. Slipped in the thing. Uh how can we stay positive and not bring up Wonder Woman? Wait, uh uh what do you mean? Yeah, As in just, that movie. Yes, the movie. The, <laughs> the best DCEU movie yeah. there is. Well, not only that, they you know, one thing I give them credit for is getting uh the female lead directed by a female movie out first before Marvel. Yeah, I they think got that. That was just as big as like what that Black Panther did. That is Panther the biggest did. feather in their cap, in yep, my opinion. Yep, is they yep. they Marvel was what eight eight years into their run when Wonder Woman came out, eight or nine years yep, and hadn't yep. released. Yeah a female character on is as a lead. And even though they'd had black widow had the wings for a while, they yeah, had chances. Yeah. And Wonder woman was an important film and they, they put it out there and, and it was a, and it was a big moment and, and, and they nailed it. They, that, that was, that was a moment for them that they could have really fucked up and they didn't, they get wonder woman, right? I think I feel like they get the Amazons really like, right. Like I kind of love the Amazons in this movie. And aside from the third act, you know, plot issue, I think they tried to make an earnest film with Wonder Woman. Yes. They tried to like embody the comic book to a degree. They did do this period piece, which was weird, but barring that, they really tried to stay true to the essence of Diana. Like the they they had Themyscira, they had like you know the gods, they had her basically uh, her thought process and how she wants to like use her love for humanity yeah, yeah. to try and uh to be the most important thing to her and that she wants to kind of protect that and and be like kind of like the warrior 
for these people. So uh, I think all of those things are 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 hitting right on the head. They're they're nailing it with I Wonder agree. Woman. So I think that when they do that, and it's it, it works in context, and you know she's immortal, she can be in you know in in that time in World War One and still be young in our in our time. So it all works out. They thought about like they thought about it more. Then they they did uh, some of the other things with Jack, with Zack Snyder where he where he had more basically control over throwing this and that stuff out. So I think that Wonder Woman's the strongest thing when you compare it to the comic books of the essence of the comics. I mean they they also I mean in Wonder Woman had a a moment in there that's it's going to live forever in terms of superhero. No film. Man's Land. Oh yeah, yeah. When she comes Amazingly. out of No Man's Land, like, No Man's Land. That's I mean they nail her character. Right then and there, and, and and from that point on, you're 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 sold. You're, you're in this movie. This is the movie. Like this is it. It's great seeing her figure out, uh, you know, how evil men can be, and uh, you know, being thrown it's, yeah, in that's that great, world. But it's also great that she's just so optimistic. Yeah, she's uh, like, no, we're gonna stop this. Right. And also, look at what they did with Steve Trevor. Like that is a hard character. It could easily go wrong. And you know, Chris Pine didn't overshadow her. He was really good in it. Perfectly supported. Uh, a very they had worthy good chemistry. Yeah, too. great actual physical chemistry. A you worthy know something to, that's Trevor. weird. I was watching some interviews of them together, yeah. and she looks at him like she's still oh. possibly fucking. Oh shit! Like, I mean, like, <laughs> nice. I mean, she's married, <laughs> has two kids, yes. but like, I mean, she gives him the look every once in a while. Hey, like, you can really, still window shop. <laughs> yeah, I think she's definitely shopping. <laughs> so there was chemistry. It wasn't like some. It was they had that, and not every movie has that where the the two leads are are having that chemistry. So uh, it's cool. It's cool that it was in our, in that movie. I'm going to use Wonder Woman to segue into another thing that I really like. And it's uh, the music in uh, a lot of these uh, movies is pretty epic from Man of Steel with Hans Zimmer doing Wonder Woman, her iconic theme. uh, And uh, there's a news article. Zimmer is coming back to do Wonder Woman 1984. Which is really funny because remember we talked about how after doing Batman versus Superman, he had such a bad experience. He's like, I'm retiring from superhero movies. I, I don't want to do these anymore. Uh, apparently he misses it and he's coming back to do Wonder Why Woman. Why would you not want to do superhero movies? I don't know. I think that, they're so iconic yeah. and those themes are like, yeah. if you do them right, you do them yeah. right they live, become like, they live forever. They'll live they forever. And I honestly, I feel like that Wonder Woman theme, you know, you can add that to Danny Elfman's Batman theme. And uh, what's his Josh, uh, yeah? What's his name? John Williams Superman score. Yeah. Uh, Jazz, what do you think about the music? Does that stick out to you in these five movies? Yeah, it's really good, especially in Suicide Squad. That whole soundtrack kind of fits that movie very well. It, it's uh, yeah, it's a little dated, and I uh, it was. I don't know that. Uh, that one I'm going to have to respectfully yeah, disagree. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I, I think they're. I think they're just copying Guardians. At they that tried point. to, and it just seemed forced. But I'm not going to. I'm not going to be negative. Remember Purple Lamborghini? Purple Purple Lamborghini. What the fuck was that? Okay, well maybe not that one. <laughs> what the <laughs> shit was that? I have to say though, if it wasn't for Suicide Squad's Suicide Squad's soundtrack, yeah. um, that song with Skrillex and Rick Ross yeah. going to be playing. Yeah. At, the EDM shows that I go to, yeah. and when that song does play, it gets pretty turned up. So that, that's a, thank you, Suicide Squad. That soundtrack made a lot of money. So uh, yeah, I might have to go back and look at it because I thought it, I thought it was pretty solid. But maybe from the maybe yeah, not. Maybe I'll just go fuck myself. At, if you're looking at like putting together different songs for a movie, I feel like that they went to this well that everybody's gone to. 
Yeah, it, yeah. It, un, it unoriginal well. Yeah, they didn't try hard uh, The great hard thing enough. about Guardians of the Galaxy is like they went to songs that were obscure mm-hmm. and made them popular. Mm-hmm. I mean, when's the last time you saw Mr. Blue Sky? Yeah, you never that, hear that, that. that. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I love that song because I like ELO, but yeah. like not not everybody's using Mr. Blue Sky. So it's like, um, you know, using Queen's most famous song of all time. Well, they did, oh, yeah, they, that was the thing that bugged <laughs> me is like when they were the helicopter scene and they were they were playing like. Uh, uh, Stay positive. All right. Never mind. It, it was. It was. It I was, can't do that. I can't do it, Anthony. I can't. However, I will say like we're talking about like in terms of the score and the scoring of the movie. I do. I enjoy the scores to a lot of these movies. And uh, I think it does work. I got another one. Yeah. Although he's been uh, directed the wrong ways, I think we saw hints of what he could be if he was given the right proper direction. I think Henry Cavill is not a bad Superman. He is not. No, I think he's good. He's very good. He just hasn't had the chance. I think there was a good start with Man of Steel. was probably, like, it was not a bad start. Uh, It had a few, you know, dumb choices and character issues, but Cavill nailed it. It's just what they made him do and how they made him act. That kind of, but I'm referring to like Justice League specifically yeah, when he, yeah, yeah, you know, when he comes yeah. in and he goes, I, I believe in justice, yeah, but I also believe in truth or something like yes, that, when, yes. And it's like it's very earnest, yeah. Like it, it, that's exactly what Superman. When he finally, like, right. when he finally snaps he out finally of his weird does funk, the Superman, he sounds yeah. like Superman, and I really hope they give him a sequel. Like he deserves a shot to redeem I, his I, Superman. I, I enjoy digital, digitally removed mustache boy. <laughs> you did in the Justice League. Yeah. I so I started watching. Wow, that's a huge lie. Oh my god, I started watching <laughs> that movie again, and I didn't finish it. But man, that lip is just. I did. I didn't enjoy the lip, but what I'm saying is Henry Cavill yeah. is 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 a good casting for Clark Kent. Yeah, I mean, he is a good. I think he's a good Superman. Yeah, I think that they should they should stick with him. I, I just think they should get someone who can write Superman properly to to write the script. There you go. My I problem mean, with him. Is he just he plays Superman pretty well, but Clark Kent is just too hot and not nerdy, and he still feels like the alpha in the room all the mm, time. Mm, so that's a little bit of a problem. I didn't like his Clark Kent much. Yeah, I but it's Superman. That. It's hard I, to I, make I really a guy like that's Superman. six foot four though, right, with yeah. broad shoulders. I mean, I mean, uh, but Christopher Reeve pulled it yes, off. Look at how Chris he, Reeve did it. That was perfect. But, but like, I think that the body type's a little bit different. Yeah, like Christopher yeah. Reeve was like, he was ripped, but he was, if he was wearing baggy clothes, you know, you wouldn't be able to tell, but, but Cavill is so much more jacked than him. Yeah. It's like, yeah. he's got about 30 pounds on. That's the thing is, I'll yeah. also say that the Clark Kent, the role of Clark Kent, I won't say is impossible, but it, it, it almost is like, it doesn't make any goddamn sense because there's no fucking way in hell that the guy just puts on glasses and you're and, not going to recognize. No, not gonna recognize how many is this? Like, there's it, just no way. Like, it, and he can't. Like, he he's got to be a physically imposing person. And when you're that big, yeah. it's hard to be not stand out in a room. Nobody notices. Uh, look, as far as Man of Steel, I will say I do enjoy how they the, the how they handled Superman as an alien. How they really like made you feel for him that he's isolated. I mean, I thought Man of Steel accomplished that. That's why it was a good start. And, uh, you know, it taps into the, like, immigrant story. So the Clark Kent bit, you could kind of let go because you do see him more as just... They should have made him a little bit more disheveled and, like, a different kind of, like, uh, like guy. You know, like, the straight-laced, like, super nerdy guy in a suit, 
I don't know if that works. Yeah, no, no, I don't know. I don't think it does. So he wears like, you know, J. Crew sweaters and shit. And it's just, you're like, this guy's way too cool. Yeah. Uh, But also, I will give him credit for making Lois Lane not a damsel in distress, really. Uh, They, you know, they kind of gave her something to do and she wasn't one dimensional Mm. to an extent in in Man of Steel. Stay positive, Andy. Yeah, stay positive. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'll, I'll, the, the scene that keeps replaying in my mind is her throwing the spear in the fucking yes, water. Yes, Then jumping in the water and needing to be that saved because du- she threw the dumb. fucking spear in the water. Yeah, that's, that is dumb. But, I'm sorry. Stay positive, Anthony. But in Man of Steel, like, she's a wartime journalist, you know? She's not afraid of fucking mixing it up, and uh, she's not, like, the Margot Kidder always. No, she doesn't seem like some kind of, like, bimbo. Yeah, no. She yeah, seems like exactly. she, you know, she she's definitely... A woman. She's not some like little girl. She's a woman. And she's like something, somebody who's lived life and seen things. And it's, you know, that's nice that they're doing She's that. fleshed that, out. Yeah. That dimension, yeah, yeah. yes. A little more fleshed out. Uh, okay. Uh, what else? <laughs> oh, you know what we didn't talk about? That, that we need to mention uh, the fucking costume design. Always top notch on these costumes. I think they, the attention to the detail. You know, we've talked in the past how there's like Kryptonian writing in the, uh, Superman's suit in the fucking fibers of it. And uh, for the most part, I love all their costumes. I think they nail the I costumes. I think when they're lit right, they look amazing. Yeah. I would, I would go with Will Rug Boys and in the right light. I think when they're when they're when the color grading isn't right, like in Justice yeah, League, yeah, and you can see like the the patches of color on Superman's costume, and it looks like a bad Halloween yeah, costume. Yeah, 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 yeah. Then, that was weird. But in Man of Steel, it was flawless. Yeah. So I, I and in Batman versus Superman, it was flawless. I mean the so, the muted tones and color palette that they were. It was going designed for, to be that way. Yes, helped it. You yes. can't. And so they made a, a misstep in Justice League with the color grading, and uh, it, it shows. Chad's favorite costume out of out of all these costumes. Uh, Superman's really solid, and then Deadshot with the actual mask. I love that. I, yeah. I dig that look. That's it. cool. And I wish I he think, would wear the mask more. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, he's Will Smith, I, so he won't. Yeah, but. I think Deathstroke looks good. Deathstroke yeah, looks great, too. Yeah, he looked great, too. Comics accurate shit. Look at what they're doing with Black Manta at the end of the year in Aquaman. I did not think that they would put Black Manta in the actual fucking Black Manta yeah. suit. It's amazing. And Wonder and Woman's the suit is great, yes. too. Yeah. Wonder Woman's is Wonder very nice. Like, amazing. Like, Tasteful. That was a big, that was a big uh, challenge. Yeah, yeah. To Definitely. bring Wonder yep. Woman yep. without keeping her into a warrior. Uh, with armor, without being too revealing, without the slutty. bathing suit, yeah. And, it, but, and it, they pulled it off, man. It looks yeah. like armor. It looks like something that's passed down. And they created a whole world around yes, that armor. The war- yes, yeah. the world building of the Amazons uh, is done very well. I've always, yeah, I've always loved the costumes. Uh, just not when it looks like Ben Affleck has been like squeezed into one, and he's uh, kind of puffy. At <laughs> but the that one Batman time. costume's but great. The, that ben the Affleck costume had. is sick. Yes. I like I like the Batman v Superman Ben Affleck. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about that for a second. Can what? we? Uh, can we put the that? Batmobile's cool too. Uh, let, about, about, about Batfleck. I this Batman. This is this a positive? Is, is this something that you could say? I, I this is not a bad Batman. I don't, I think it's not a bad bat. I think he did a good job of what he was given Ben Affleck as the Batman. Is this a plus, a pro, or a con? I think that. <laughs> I think uh, suit wise. Yes. Uh, the fact that he's six foot something. Yeah. The fact that he was kind of jacked in Batman versus Superman. Yes. All of those things. I think that visually it's one of the best Batmans ever. Yeah. Yeah. 
ever. Yeah. Like better than any Batman Begins. His chin yeah. is good. It works. Be- be- yeah. Everything. I mean, as far visually, great. Uh, now, I, that's all I have to say. What about, what <laughs> there about, you go. That's good. What, what about his Bruce Wayne, though? What Bruce about Wayne's fine. Bruce Wayne? Yeah, it's fine. Bruce Wayne's fine. It's not bad as Bruce Wayne. It's just the actual content of the movie, you know, BBS, you you have to take that into it. Jazz, where would you uh, rate this Batman in all the Batman? I liked I liked Ben Affleck a lot more than most people did. Okay. I thought he looked good in Batman vs. Superman. Then in Justice League, you can definitely tell that he he was not working out doing <laughs> this. He wasn't doing shit the same way. <laughs> but in Batman vs. Superman, I think he looks good. He fills the suit out well. Um, I like that suit. The The thing that never made sense to me with Batman is why the fuck would a ninja that's trying to hide in the shadows wear a yellow thing on his chest? <laughs> yeah, good point. So I, I never liked that emblem. I liked the, the Just darker. Just the all black. Yeah, the darker suit's better. And then I liked Affleck quite a bit. I give Ben good credit. In, like we, I'll echo everyone what everyone's saying, but in BVS, he... Put in the work in the yeah. gym. Oh yeah, physically yeah, fill yeah. out you that can see costume. It. Yeah. He's doing CrossFit and and, and be, I think they use some some CG shenanigans. They might though. have, but they, there was also a shot of him pulling the fucking tire right. with his shirt yeah. off. Um, yeah, I think that's where the CGs came. <laughs> <out. laughs> well, whatever they did, they they nailed it because they wanted to make a, a Batman that was imposing and and fucking intimidating. And he right. was he was physically intimidating. And he was like the way they showed him initially, where he's just in the shadows and he's crawling, you know, up in the ceiling, like. That's the, kind of the scary Batman uh, you always wanted to see. I even kind of liked that in the beginning of Justice League, that whole Parademon scene. Uh, that's not bad. It's kind of cool to see that uh, play out. Oh, Imran. Uh, but, uh, you know, even though it's a whole green screen background and he loves I'm the not, green I'm screen. not saying the green screen. I'm just saying that scene. I just like seeing the Parademon. I okay. did like, I do like Bruce and Alfred's relationship. I kind of like, like when you take Imran to task, he immediately just I like he, backs off. <laughs> he backs off all the time. It's great. <laughs> I have a spine made of jello. I like <laughs> Alfred and Bruce's relationship a little bit. That's uh, you know it kind of it works for me. It's different. It's not your they're Michael. Trying something different, yeah. But they're trying something different. Uh, I mean, he's call. He's basically just calling the shots. Yeah, he's loyal, but he'll jump in and and do the shit. You know, no, I'm saying like Alfred is like manning the mission. Oh right, right, right. Yeah, him. yeah. Alfred is like guy, he's the the chair. guy in the chair. He's the guy yeah. in the chair. Guy in the, the chair. chair. <laughs> I'm the guy in the chair. I'm the guy in the chair. Can I be the guy in the chair? Chess, uh, what, what else you got? What else did they do right? Honestly, one of the favorite things about this universe I've seen so far is the credit post-credit scene of Justice League with the bad guys. And Deathstroke walks onto the ship and Lex Luthor says, we're going to have to get a team together. Like that, even though I just watched something I wasn't crazy about, yeah. I got pumped again. Isn't that yeah. sad? Movie. That's like the best part of the whole movie. That's a movie that sad. we're probably so those, never going to get. Yeah. No. That post-credit scene really... Uh, dangles something for you dangles a a carrot for you to like be like hey i'm gonna come back and see what happens maybe they have a plan after all which they don't but i yeah i did love seeing dead uh dead shot dead shot that's true that's true that's true too many dead people Joe Mangianello. Deadpool, yeah. dead shot, dead stroke. Uh, but, Grateful you know, the, the best thing in the movie is post-credit scenes. Uh, uh, still, it was good. Uh, mm, <laughs> how about the fact that uh, I'll give them credit for taking risks. They've taken a lot of risks. They've gone a lot of different ways uh, for good and bad results. But I, I will, I'll echo that and say they, they, they took risks and they looked at what Marvel did and they were, they were conscientious about like, okay, we don't want to be seen as a copycat. They're not so being safe like Marvel. Something. Well, the thing that DC does well 
is that they and they're starting to lose this, but who knows what's going to happen? We'll, you could see that they they started backing off of this uh, immediately, but they start they had this thing where director driven films, right. where every movie is going to be if it's a Snyder film, it's going to be a Snyder film. If it's a another person's film, it's going to echo that their strengths. Mm-hmm. So they're not all like a lot of these Marvel movies where they're they're pretty much. I mean, a Taika Waititi and a James Gunn movie is basically the same movie. I see what you're saying. Well, we you, you know, know what I mean. They got James Wan. Was this going to be a James Wan Aquaman? It's Patty Jenkins. They, they, Wonder they Woman. were going for the director owned movies, basically, where the director puts their stamp on it, rather than David the, Ayer's Suicide the Disney Squad. House look that yeah, Marvel yeah. kind of has. Because, I mean, Zack Snyder's Justice League, or not, it's like, oh, Jesus Christ, not that, Batman v Superman looks different. Like, you throw that next to Suicide Squad, yeah, the color grading's kind of same, but it's visually a different film. It's directed totally differently. Yeah, well, yeah. Like, the way that Zack Snyder creates, like, these moments and, like, these very kind of, almost like a music video, it's, like, poetic in, in, the, way, in the way he does it. Um, and then you go to Suicide Squad where it's just, like, very straightforward and uh there's not a lot of like imagination to it um david ayers is more like grounded in realism you know what i mean mm-hmm. so they're, they're, they're distinctly different i agree so that's that's at least interesting so that's possible it's, it's somewhat they're not safe it's at least interesting and i feel like they're they're unafraid to kill characters you know like they just killed jimmy olsen they just he just fucking oh. killed zod uh, they just fucking, uh, they're not, they're not afraid to kill certain big characters, whether it's a good idea or not. They're like, fuck it. Here, here's my next one okay. to kind of transition this. The, the movies that are coming out. Yeah. I'm not mad at. Okay. Oh, so they the have trailers a- that I've looked at like Aquaman yeah. and Shazam. Yeah. They both look like I, I, films I'd I'd be happy to spend some money. Listen, they on have potential from the future. They have good stuff in the pipeline. And they can, they got they can only go two. up yep. from here. They got that new so, Joker film. Yeah, they got the Joker origin. We'll get yeah, to that. We'll, might be good we'll, with yeah. with Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah. So we're <laughs> they have potential for the future. Have you seen how difficult this is? Yeah, this is very hard. Uh, Chaz, what else you got? You got another, you got another one? Boy, I think we're almost out of them. Yeah, we're running out. I think yeah, we're I think out that's of, it. Of, I, of I just want to say, say, though, like most of these movies, while they weren't great and most people did not like all of them all that much, yeah. they didn't. none of these movies missed by that much. There's a couple things you can change in all of them and make a pretty good movie out of what's already there. Some are closer than others. Yeah, there, it, there's. it's just key decisions with characters really yeah right yeah so like in batman vs superman if you just took out just the martha thing just take that out and then you could probably just take lex luther out and have a very you pretty much have the same story if you just take lex luther out mm-hmm. and then those that movie is considerably better than trying to make this weird crazy lex luther fit in there with a plot that doesn't make any sense and why does he hate superman we don't know and then if you just take the mar the like the stupidest reason for those two to stop fighting ever. Yeah. Just their their moms have the same name. If you yeah. take that out, that movie is considerably better. But that does improve the movie dramatically if you take that out. But uh yeah. And then with Wonder Woman and Suicide Squad, you it's just, just take the out the, act. Yeah, the trash floating in the sky, yeah. stupid CG villain. And the end, that, end see, that's the end of all of these movies are exactly the same. So right. uh at least they're consistent. Is that a positive? <laughs> And then with Man of Steel, if you just take out the 
destruction porn third mm. scene mm. of everything mm-hmm. blowing up. That movie's a lot better. Well, but that movie also has just you know uh, his his uh, Pa Kent telling him, "Yeah, no, don't save me. It's fine. I'm just gonna die. You're good. Don't save anybody. In fact, uh, just I, hide." I feel like that movie works better as like a one shot alternate universe yeah. Superman. Yeah, yeah. Than as a we're gonna start our universe with this. Yeah, mm. but but yeah, that was that was weird. The whole. Pocket thing telling yeah, Superman to never use his powers. <laughs> Look, yeah. but the, on the other hand, they did give us a hint of some cosmic shit, some you know the Krypton shit from the beginning, very well designed, well handled, and like this allusion to this whole space world out there uh, that could be picked up later. That could set some stuff. I up. am, uh, I am now going to remain quiet. I think we're done. <laughs> so let's move into what's next. Uh, what we're expecting, like we said, at the end of this year, we're going to have Aquaman. I think we're all pretty excited for Aquaman. Some people, though, still think it looks like shit. Uh, even from the trailer, I don't know. That Black Manta sold me. I was like, holy shit. It's going to be douchebag Aquaman, but uh, I'll be along for the ride. And then Shazam, which was kind of surprising because it actually had color and humor and it was lighthearted. Uh, and then, of course, Wonder Woman 1984 and that Joker origin movie. That's probably going to launch a dark DC dark, whatever uh, with walking Phoenix. And that has a crazy cast too. Zazie beats Mark Marin, Brian Callen. Uh, what are you most looking forward to? Cheslington uh, Aquaman, <laughs> I guess by uh, default. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That Joker movie might be cool, but if you're going to make a Joaquin Phoenix Joker movie, yeah. don't make a Jared Leto solo Joker movie. Well, Do that, one yeah. or the other. Yeah. Not that, both. that will get confusing. And I still, I have hope for these, but I still feel like they don't have a plan because they have in development movies like Nightwing, the Green Lantern Corps, Lobo. Uh, they announced Supergirl. What happened to Flashpoint? Uh, Green Arrow rumored. Uh, there was that Batgirl with Joss Whedon and then Birds of Prey and all the Harley Quinn movies and Suicide Squad 2. Uh, is that even still happening? Uh, uh, no one is sure they have a director. But uh, they said Will Smith has to finish filming Bad Boys 3 and Bright 2. And then he can get back to the Suicide Squad 2. So one movie this year. And I like that. I feel like they should just make one or two movies a year. They don't need to copy What they need to do is just focus on making a good movie. Yeah, let's start there. Don't think about world building. Don't think about how this ties into anything else. Don't think about the next 15 films. Just make this one good and then make the next one good <laughs> that's all you have to do just make good films i mean that's how i watched the i uh i have to give credit to this youtuber brown table they yeah. do some good um video analysis yeah and that's why the Arrowverse has worked out the way it was is because when arrow was first put out yeah it wasn't concerned about building a universe. No. It was just concerned it was about Arrow. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And then they made an Arrow show and then they backed over to Flash and they put Flash, they tested Flash. Yep. And then they were like, oh, he's gotten a good reaction on, on Arrow. Let's make his show. Yeah. And then they've done, they've kept following that formula of, okay, let's now let's test this character. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's different, obviously, on TV, but just make a good show, a good movie. So I think I read somewhere James Wan said that Aquaman really does have no connection to any of like it the shouldn't. universe. He's like, I wanted this to be just a fucking Aquaman story, and it shouldn't. You're right. Uh, and I'm I'm kind of pumped for N- the no Aquaman. fucking break where I have to watch a flash drive yeah. with 
logos designed by Lex Luthor. Like, no. Where did he get that photo of Wonder Woman? What's going on? Why does he? Why did he take the time to create logos <laughs> for these, these characters? Logos? Why is their graphic design applied to this? What the fuck? How did he get Wonder Woman's email? What's going on? Uh, we're, we're trying to stay positive. Stay uh, positive. Yeah. <laughs> Chaz, let me ask you. I, we'll wrap this up with this. I want to know what you guys think should happen with the Batman. The one big question is this Matt Reeves, the Batman. Uh, you know, rumor is he wants to have a younger a Bruce Wayne, younger Batman. Is Does Affleck still want to be Batman? But us as fans, as consumers, Chaz, what do you want to see this movie? Do, we, do you like this idea of a detective noir, younger Batman? That's not Ben Affleck. Ooh, my honest answer would be I don't want to see this movie. Oh, okay. Interesting. I want them to put Batman away for 10 years. And if you have to have a Batman quotation marks title, make Batman Beyond. And then put somebody young in there that's not Batman so we don't have to think about him the same way as Batman. Um, I would like to see Michael B. Jordan cast as Terry McGinnis maybe. Oh, interesting. That's cool. And then come back in 10 years and make a Batman year one where this new Batman, not Ben Affleck, somebody new that you might kickstart a new universe with is, you know, not good at being Batman yet. And then also, like, I think one of the main things that makes Batman interesting in the comic books is that you get to hear what he's thinking Mm -hmm. all the time. So find some way to give him some kind of a narration, some kind of an internal monologue that you guys can follow. And then you can see him be a detective better. Yeah. Yeah. And you can see him fight in a better way. Like if they did something where, like they do in Sherlock Holmes. Oh yeah. Where he like thinks through what he's going to do to attack this person. And you see and then, it. And then you yeah. see it in fast motion. Yeah. Yeah. That would be cool too. But yeah, I think That's they should just, idea. Yeah. They should just be that was bat- cool. done with yeah. Batman for a while. Just too push it away. Batman. Uh, Michael B. Jordan as Terry, and what about Michael Keaton as old Bruce in Batman yep, Beyond? Yeah, that'd be that'd pretty be cool. sick. Rugs, let me ask you this. Matt Reeves wants to do year one Batman based on like year one, but haven't we already seen that in Batman Begins? Like, what do you want this Batman to be? Ah, uh, Batman Begins? It, I mean, it was an allusion to year one, but I think that a uh, year one is a much more complex. Uh, story. You could still do that story. Um, I don't know if they should do it, mm-hmm. to be honest with you, mm-hmm. um, because they've already set the they already set the narrative of his origin, and I think that what they did was fine. Um, I mean, what I like to see, like Bruce Wayne actually learning how to fucking do karate and shit, and like learning from how to like not in this like montage way that they did it with uh, Batman Begins, but like explore that whole thing of how a guy learns to fucking kick ass. They have that. It's called Gotham. It's on television. No. (laughs) Take that back. (laughs) No. You you know, you see it like, cause like they kind of like truncate everything in Batman Begins. They like, basically he goes to one guy. He learns everything he needs to know from that one guy. And then that's it. Oh, it'd be cool to see him going around the world, learning different disciplines and then different uh, styles. Yes. Ooh, that's kind of, yeah. and then different detective things. But um, it's, I don't know it's what hard. DC should do yeah. to, with yeah. their movies. Yeah. I have no idea. Like, <laughs> it's really like. Neither do they. painted themselves in, in a corner they, where. They really did. And they've already used a lot of their big guns. I mean, Wonder Woman was the big question. Like, all right, you got the biggest superheroine, the biggest female hero around. 
how do you bring it out? And they've brought it out. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, they just got to focus on making good single standalone character movies. And then, uh, yeah, I don't know. They love, they got the heart on for the Batman. I mean, they got a ton of characters that are interesting. Um, they got like vertigo characters. They got so many characters that are interesting and they could do stuff with, um, you know, the teen Titans are being on TV. I think they should have done a movie. Mm. Um, but they haven't really established the main characters that are the, they're the legacy characters or a lot of them are, um, you know, with Robin and Nightwing, they haven't even gotten into Robin right. and Nightwing. Yeah. They should do that yeah. story. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's There's a lot of stories things. to tell. Look, only time will tell Walter Hamada is now, you know, trying to change course and hopefully he can make some good decisions and he gets it. It's not hard. Hopefully they'll figure it out. But uh, all right, that's it. It was a good attempt, Chess. Thank you for the idea. We tried our best. We did our best. And I think that's about as best you could do, DC. And I, you know, everyone, everyone knows this. Uh, I got a couple of things in the mailbag. Blake Braden from uh, posted this on our Facebook page. This is really great. He did a lot of work. We are always talking about how many streaming services they're going to be. And if you really want to cord, cut the cord like Chazerton here, uh, what is it going to cost if you want to watch all your fun nerd shows? And I never really sat down to put everything together. He did. Uh, real quick, here's the rundown. If you want to, if you want to watch everything and have a cord cut, he puts internet service fifty dollars a month. Okay, AMC Premiere five dollars a month. Netflix is going to be eight dollars a month. Fox FX another six dollars a month. Hulu thirty five dollars a month or eight dollars uh, a month if those CW shows go to the DC service. Then you got HBO Go, which is fifteen dollars a month. CBS All Access another ten dollars a month. The Disney streaming service is eight dollars a month. The DC Universe streaming service will probably is eight dollars a month. Cinemax, I don't know why you need Cinemax. Outcast is on there if you really want to watch that. Ten dollars a month. Total cost without rounding up a hundred and sixty seven dollars a month. Is this any cheaper than having cable? Is my question. Not if you have everything. Not if you have everything. Uh, Chaz, how many of these things do you have, and do you see yourself getting uh, picking up new ones? Um, probably not. So I have Netflix that I swipe for my brother. Okay, good, good. Yep, and then I've got Hulu. With the HBO add-on, so I don't need HBO Go. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. And then I've got the DC Universe whenever that comes out. And I think that'll cover just about everything that I'm going to watch. Well, what about what this Disney service comes Why out? Why is Hulu so expensive? $34? That sounds weird. Uh, I don't, I don't think that's right. Maybe that's incorrect. That's got to be wrong. Let's look it up. Uh, I know the basic Hulu package is not. $34, yeah. Blake, so Hulu, you can watch Game of Thrones through that Hulu with the HBO. Yeah, you can. So you can add you can like add it on. Yeah, there's like basic Hulu, and then you can add HBO, and you can add live TV. Oh, I see. So eight dollars so a month. It starts at eight dollars a month. I see. Uh, okay. Yeah, and it ends up at thirty four. If you do all if the you add-ons. Did all of if, it, yeah. Uh, and you know what? I have a feeling that now with the Disney Fox merger, Disney, I believe, is a sixty percent shareholder in Hulu. They can easily right. buy, use this to so, kick off their streaming service. If you like have every cable channel on fire on FiOS, yeah. something like that, you're talking about two hundred bucks easy. So it's a, so it's you a, are about saving some money, bit, but it's about the same. Um, you are saving some money, but um, 
the thing is, it's like that thirty four bucks for the, the thing that really for changed. all I mean, the Hulu shit, and you don't like you could. So that would be the only place to get live TV. If you didn't want to watch live TV, it, you know it'll it still cost a hundred, a hundred forty, hundred sixty dollars. That's crazy. I don't know. Uh, I yeah. What do you pay, Imran? Well, I so when I moved, when we moved, I completely cut back my whole thing. I don't have HBO anymore. And now it's like $67 a month. I just have internet and basic, basic cable. cable. Yeah. Oh. But then I also have, I, I pay for Netflix. I borrow Hulu. I borrow the Amazon and the HBO stuff. When Game of Thrones comes back on, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do. I'm going to have to <laughs> find it. I'm going to have to find it somewhere or just pay for HBO go again. Oh. So it's a predicament. And then when Disney starts their thing and they got original Marvel shows and all the movies and Star Wars is going to go over there. What the fuck? Oh, I'm gonna have to pay for that. So that's so. Think about it. You're paying sixty bucks a month yeah, now. Yeah. You add another fifteen bucks, yeah. and then you add whatever the the Marvel thing is, Marvel and DC yeah, shit. Yeah, that's another like sixteen dollars. Yeah. So, so what does that take you up to? Uh, like a hundred bucks? Sure, probably. I can't do. That's bad. not that much for I cable. I guess that's not horrible. Cord cutting yeah. may be. Uh, the, more of a thing. Here's the thing, though, about all these is is this so, a cell phone bill? You know, yeah. it's getting so spread out that I feel like a lot of these are, especially like Netflix is going to lose a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah. So like everything's so spread out, like everything's thinner now. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. That streaming is not it, it's not it's not as worth as much because everything's thinned out on each service. It's not new stuff. It's just kind of spread well, it's out. Not that. It's just that that you're not getting. It's not a one stop shop. No, you have not to anymore. like go to different things. So you have to be a really big fan of like DC or you have to be a really big fan of what CBS produces or Star Trek, or HBO, yeah, yeah, HBO. Yeah. Like, so uh, it, the mark, it's going to, but like the, to have this many streaming services, it, it already feels like it's going to, it's going to burst. So that start like all, CBS all access. We talked about, they're going to have Jean-Luc Picard come back in a Star Trek show and discovery season two has uh like Anson Mount is in it in Spock. They got they cast a guy named Spock, so they're really counting on their Star Trekies to pick up the CBS All Access. Uh, but the other thing is, I think we're going to start to see like bundles. Like somebody's going to buy a bunch of subscriptions yeah. for cheap and bundle it and sell the bundle. That may be a business we can start, listener. Well, even um, not to be not to not to be too jockey, but ESPN just started their own streaming yeah, service. Yeah, yeah, they have ESPN Plus now. That's like I believe three ninety nine or four ninety nine a month, but. I mean, they're putting live events on there. The UFC is going to be on there. They've got baseball. They've got different sports. Disney on there. owns that too, don't they? What's right. the magic number that you think you would comfortably pay to have everything? So I pay a hundred bucks a month for cable. Mm. I mean, we split it, but mm. that's it's around a hundred bucks. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, the the magic number would be if you can give me everything for less than a hundred bucks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. I'm I mean good. that's still that's a reasonable. lot of money. Yeah, that's still yeah, a I mean, lot. I mean, that's, I'm still used to that's just. I mean, I'm still that's like playing a, cable. That's like a twelve hundred a year that they're getting out of you. Yeah, you know, Chaz, don't you don't miss just like flipping channels, like the sense of discovery. Like I don't know what's <laughs> on. What's this? What's this fucking thing? I'm gonna check this out. Like no, that, that just sucks. No, you yeah, don't that's, like that? for, uh, that's for noobs. That. <laughs> that was the yeah, fun part. I, I, I'm, I'm out on. I'm, I have cable and I don't flip but, around. Well, and I'll be honest, I all those channels I don't watch fucking any of them. But there was a time. I mean, I watch the fucking DIY network. I'll see, I will watch that once in a while. I'll watch some <laughs> random shit. Like the other day, I was flipping and they had cornhole 
on ESPN. And holy shit, was this some high-end fucking bag games? Like, these guys did not fuck around. Every single one went right in the hole, or they would, like, build a wall around it. I have never seen people you play. Call it cornhole? Corn, it was, it's called the World Cornhole Association. I, I go bags. It's ba- but it's actually called, like, the American Cornhole oh, I know Association. It, I know. It's cornhole. <laughs> but I was just like, holy shit, this is on ESPN. I never would have watched like that. like pop or soda. Yeah. Uh, Coke. Everything's Coke. Coke, yeah. I, I go Coke, too, actually. Chance, pop or soda? Pop. Jazzlington, where do you live? I'm from Colorado. I grew up in this little bitty farm town that's in the corner of Colorado that borders Kansas and Oklahoma. Holy shit. You are from the sticks, aren't you? Yep. Out in the middle of nowhere. Is that where you are right now? No, I live in Pueblo. Oh, which that's is right. South Central Colorado. Ah, better internet. South Central, baby. South yeah. Central, represent. I'm jealous uh, that you're in Colorado. I may have to come visit you. Colorado's amazing. Uh, for one specific reason. I'll let you fill what, in the blanks. Chaslington? Oh. It's not visit Chas. I'll visit Chaslington, but Colorado. And then he'll visit a friend named Mary Jane. Yeah. Yes. Chaz's friend, Mary Jane. I hear she's very nice. Uh, that'll she- happen here soon. <laughs> Hopefully. Yeah. I- Has it not yet? I thought it had. Uh, they got dispensaries. Uh, here we have them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You can uh, you can go to a doctor and get a thing and go to the dispensary. Absolutely. It's not uh, quite recreational. Oh, see, like, yeah, I was going to say what, like, in, when I went to, yeah. went to Nevada, it yeah. wasn't like that. That's different. <laughs> I went to the store. Yes, uh, that's that's what I'm waiting for here. We don't quite have the store yet, but I just got to find my Dr. Feelgood. I got to find me a Dr. Feelgood who will write down the right words on the right piece of paper uh, for me to visit these. You know someone. Yeah, it's not hard. <laughs> Listen, my back hurts. <laughs> my back hurts. That Give me laugh. The yeah. <laughs> my, grip. my grips knows what I'm talking about. Okay, well, uh, one last piece of email from Joey Austin. He says, I'm a week behind podcast-wise. A lot of people seem to be behind. It's fine. It's the summertime. Uh, take your time catching up. I'm a week behind podcast-wise. I really think Jock and Nerd needs to have their own movie awards. Jock and Nerd. I call them the Stanleys or Stan Lees. Best movie, best actor, best TV show, best director, best geek boner. Geek boner. Moment, best fight scene, best costume design. The possibilities are endless. I would suggest the nation nominates with Jock and Nerd executive nominations with the podcast crew picking the winners. Just a suggestion. I kind of like this idea. It's fun. It's a lot of work. It is yeah. a lot of work. So That's the thing. It's a lot of nation, work. Nation, if you present us with nominations and categories, uh, we could pick out winners, but it is a lot of work. It's like producing like the fucking Oscars. Here, let me let me do a... Uh, not. I'm going to go off topic, okay. but it's not on the show notes. Okay. But I got to give a quick shout out yeah. to the members of the National Felty League. What? That's right. Our fantasy hey. football league oh, just conducted its draft. Oh shit! Okay, I got a quick shout out: Chris Williams, Daniel Nosker, Jess Rivera, Joey Swintek, Joe, Jose Gonzalez, Matt Miller, Matthew Lawrence, Ray O'Neill, Raymond Swanson, Roberto Rivera, me, <laughs> Bill Vincent, Blake Braden, Chaz Hubbard, Chris Williams. You guys are all in the league, and it's about to be on. I'm pumped. Yeah, yeah. me too. We are fighting for stickers in the National Felty League. The so. NFL, the National Felty League. I love it. Suddenly, you got my attention. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Well, Anthony, I'll let you handle the updates at the end of the show as the season progresses. I will update. Uh, good Our stuff. Our draft was very well attended. I mean, half the people weren't there. <laughs> Three uh, other people, including myself, just auto-drafted, so the enthusiasm was just overflowing. Sounds like an amazing event. Sounds like what Chucks do. Yeah. All right. Well, at least Anthony, you like set your shit to auto draft, so yes. it automatically just did it. If you were a person that just didn't show up and we had to wait two minutes for your computer to auto draft, fuck you. <laughs> there you go. Gotcha. 
have no idea what any of this means, but it sounds like a lot of fun. Uh, Auto <laughs> uh Right on. Way to, uh, again, jock and nerd fantasy football league are words I never thought would be put together and come out of my so mouth. It's officially now the NFL. The NFL. I like that. National, National Felty League. league yeah. Well done. Rugs, do you approve? Rugboy approve. Hey, I, I feel like that's good. I feel like I like to be involved even though I'm not involved. Uh, there you go. Right on. All right. Well, look, that's the show, man. Chaz. Thank you so much. Uh, congratulations coming up to the main show. Uh, you know, we, well, you're welcome back anytime. Uh, do you have anything to plug for the listener? What do you want them to do? Uh, no, I don't have <laughs> oh, anything supposed, to plug. You're supposed to tell them to sign up for the Patreon. Oh, yeah. Sign up for the Patreon. You can listen to uh, me and Anthony talk about sports shit with sincere um, opinions, not yes. just bullshit that we're trying to create for ratings. So that's yes. cool. Yes. And then you can hear us compare tequila to concussions. There you go. Oh, Whoa. tequila and concussions. I like yeah, that. Yeah, similar. The effects are the very effects similar. of tequila are very similar to a concussion. Oh, I see. I see. Okay. Wow. Yeah. So I kind of know what it's like to get a concussion, I guess. Yeah. Drunk a lot of tequila. <laughs> Rugs, where can the listener find you online? You can find me online. No, you can't find me. No? Well, you can find me in the nation. <laughs> And you can find me on Twitter at ReallyRugBoy. That's right. Join the Jock and Nerd Nation. You can find us at Jock and Nerdcast on Twitter. Make sure you subscribe. That's how you get new episodes delivered automatically right to your device. And, of course, as always, tell a friend. Spread the geekery. Let's grow this kingdom of felties and uh, just nonsense. Thanks for listening to the Jock and Nerd Podcast. My name is Imran. My name's Anthony. He's the jock. He's the nerd. We'll peep you next time. Hey, shut the fuck up. I'm doing something. Boom was waiting for that. Yep. Ah.